from the news crew. That won the award for, most likely to have nowhere to go but up, in the 1 to 1.30 a.m. time slot. Super late breaking. No way that'll fit in that hole. Never on time. You gotta try these donuts. Rarely important. Who the fuck is this Dow Jones guy anyways? Facts don't matter. Ghosts are definitely real. For JBB News, here is Mark and Raymond with a special report. Good very early morning. Today, gym rats all across America were driven underground and forced to use speakeasy fitness centers. As of now, it is not clear why this is happening. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I thought we were going to... We're not going to talk about the elephant in the room? What, what, what do you mean? What elephant in the room? The elephant in the room. It's an expression. It's an ex- expression. And the expression... The elephant. Alexa, what is the expression, uh, the elephant in the room? Here's something I found on Wikipedia. The expression elephant in the room or the elephant in the living room is a metaphorical what? idiom in English for an important or enormous topic, problem, or risk that is obvious or that everyone knows about but no one mentions or wants to discuss because it makes at least some of them uncomfortable or is personally, socially, or politically embarrassing, oh. controversial, inflammatory, All or right. dangerous. All right, let me rewrite this. Uh, all right. Today, people all across America grabbed their untuned acoustic guitars and played covers that no one wants to hear. Is that... No, 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 no. The elephant in the room. Oh, you're you're talking about all the people posting the picture of their f- friends on Zoom drinking wine together. Y- y- well, we can talk about that. That's not what we're... That's yeah. not the elephant. I wonder if you take, like, a number, like you're at the deli, to talk... You gotta, then, yeah, I, wait your turn. Yeah, no one's getting a word in, in those with nine, right. nine, nine people. Well, uh, but the elephant in the room. Wait, is this the highly sanitized Corona sode? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, there we go. I got it. Well, I'm getting something from Alexa here. Nick Aguilera is calling on line one. I think that she's got that wrong. It's Aguilar, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, he's on the West Coast. Uh, episode one of JBB's Big Dip uh, with Nick. Yeah, Nick's, uh, Nick's calling in to uh, let us know how things are going on the West Coast. Hey, Nick, you're on the highly sanitized Corona Sode. How's it going? It's going all right, man. Um, I feel weird. You know, fear of missing out kind of doesn't really exist for anybody <laughs> right now. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, we're all kind of screwed at the moment and it's kind of shitty, but it's also kind of beautiful at the same time. It's just weird because like, you know, I was going through my calendar, like, you know, like a week and a half ago when this stuff started to kind of go down and like, I was like, Oh, well I could delete that. Oh, that's not happening anymore. I could delete that. And just like, you know, I'm just, I'm generally such a busy guy. Like my mind is racing with so much stuff Uh, the time regarding work and everything and now it's just like well now i have absolutely nothing to like right. think about but um so it's a little relieving but it's also kind of shitty at the same time too because like i don't know how long this is going to last i don't know how long my last paycheck is going to keep me going mm-hmm. uh you know luckily i still live with my folks and like you know we're all taking care of each other and i'm doing my best to stay inside and not go out unless i absolutely need to like to go to the grocery store or like pick up food for my folks or anything because, you know, my mom um, has autoimmune diseases, you know, she has lupus and uh, medullary sponge kidney disease and her her immune system is already compromised as it is. So like to make sure that I stay clean for her, absolutely. 
my dad needs to do the same too because uh thank god right now he still has a job um he works on the port and that's considered essential work obviously right now but he's just got to be very careful uh right now and he knows it and you know like he's like it's funny like he made my mom kind of gave this rule to him that like all right when you come home you take off all your clothes in the garage come in just in your underwear and fucking shower and like he's been doing it starting today it's just hilarious he came in the house today just like almost butt-ass naked (laughs) we kind of say like you know as like artists doing this quarantine things kind of just like doing what i always do you know like yeah i gotta like shelter myself in and practice and yeah man like and there's things i've been doing to keep myself occupied at home don't get me wrong like number one i've been playing drums at home again which i haven't done in like forever um i got a huge record collection at home that i've been uploading on discogs oh, that's um, cool you know just to have like my digital collection um all in one place you know i've been meaning to do that for a while you know playing some i bought a nintendo switch like <laughs> nice. no like like two years ago and like i've never really played it until now because it's just like i just kind of never wanted to sit down and get distracted with games and everything you know but mm-hmm. like i've been playing <laughs> super mario odyssey it's been pretty fun and I just bought that new Zelda game, which is supposed to be amazing. Uh, Breath of the Wild, everyone's saying it's like the best game ever. So, like, hopefully I could beat that game before real life comes back. (laughs) (laughs) Or you have to shower. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Cool. Yeah, Yeah, but last time we talked to you, you were coming off the tour with... uh, You were in the middle of it, actually. Yeah, the middle of the tour with Mike Watt. How did the end of it go? And, yeah, how was the whole thing? How was the experience? Yeah, you know... Well, I, um, you guys talked to me. I remember specifically being on the phone. Was it with you, Ray, or Mark? It was Mark. It was me, yeah, yeah. Mark. That's what I thought, yeah. So I was on the phone with Mark, and I remember it was the night of our show in Pittsburgh. It was like a couple hours before we were supposed to go on. And that was about halfway through the tour. And I remember Ed, um, Ed from Ohio was at the show that night. Oh, um, cool. Ed, Ed Crawford. And he was just like unbelievably so welcoming and so cool and like such a nice guy to talk to so that was really cool to be able to him to see him at the show and he watched us play and everything and i think he was supposed to even play a song with us but like i think he forgot his guitar at home or something oh shit yeah that would be cool you played you played with uh dinosaur jr though yeah, it's funny. I'm actually wearing the long sleeve shirt that Lou gave me that night oh, that nice. show. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, here. So to answer your first question, like the rest of the tour went great, man. I mean, I'll tell you what I've been telling everyone else. It was so much work, but it was so much fun. And I would absolutely love to do it again with Mike because as econo as it was and as like hardworking as it was, it was so comfortable because like, you know, there was something to look forward to every day. You know, I had a mm-hmm. job every day. There was no days off, and I like that. And I, and you know, I, sitting around before the show is is the worst part. It's you know, I, I don't like doing that. I just like to make sure that everything up until when I go on stage, you know, is not lost time because that's when you start to lose your mind on the road and everything, and that's when you want to be home. And because that we had a show every day, I never got that never got that instance of man. I wish I was home now. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah, so that was the best part. Like, uh, you know, he told me he wants me to do the next big guy uh, in 2021. 
So hopefully, you know, if all this COVID shit blows over, that doesn't get postponed or anything. Um, so I would love to do that. But yeah, it's so funny how you mentioned that dinosaur thing because that was awesome. Anybody who knows me knows they're like, I don't know if they're my favorite band, but like definitely top five. Been listening to them since I was like 15 years old. Um, and long story short, the last night of the Dick Watt tour, it was like November 2nd. It was a Saturday night and it was an early show in LA at the Echoplex. Oh, what the echo, the smaller room. Mm -hmm. And uh, so like the whole show needed to be over by like 930 because there's a dance night on like every first Saturday called Funky Soul, which is actually really fun. Um, And I I was going to get I was maybe going to stay for that. But uh, Dinosaur was playing like uh, their show in L.A. at the Fonda that night. Um, so, which is like only like, you know, like with no traffic, like a 15 minute drive. And, you know, there was like a regular show. So John Maloney, um, he is dinosaur juniors TM. And when we play, he's a drummer guy over, uh, you know, TMs for a lot of bands, really a fucking awesome, sweet, humble dude. His band, um, one of his bands called sunburned hand of the man. Oh yeah. Opened. Yeah. They opened for, uh, they, um, they opened for us at our show in Connecticut, and um, I met him that night. I remember walking up to him that night. I was like, hey, man, it's like, you look really familiar. You have something to do with Dinosaur Jr., right? He's like, yeah, I'm their TM. Because, like, they do this thing where he um, they set up dr- a second drum set uh, on stage. You've probably seen, and, like, he plays the wagon with them, and they usually have special guest drummers for every show that they usually do, and it works out with their schedule. Mm-hmm. Long story short... After our set, after our set at the Echo, it's the last show. I'm feeling good. Family's there, friends are there. I'm like, okay, who the fuck wants to go see Dinosaur? Because John said he'll put us on the list. So me, Tom, Watts, like, I'm tired. You guys can go. I'm fucking going home. So Watts goes home. <laughs> me, Tom, and my friend Ron, um, who is like a huge Dinosaur fan, he's like, yo, Ron, you got a camera. I'm sure you would love to shoot Dinosaur. If you drive me. I can get you in. He's like, are you, you fucking like, kidding me right now? I'm like, yeah, dude. He's like, Come on. I'm like, okay, Tom. I was like, you want to bring anybody? And he's like, I don't really know. I think my, my parent and my, my brother went home. I, I don't really know. Anyone. So my friend Marissa, who's at the show, who's just kind of like down for anything. I'm like, you want to go see fucking dinosaurs? She's like, yeah, sure. Why not? And so cause she's just kind of like down for anything. So we hop in the van. We get to the Fonda like 15 minutes before dinosaur gets uh before dinosaur goes on we're like struggling to get inside at the um at the box office because like they're like saying yo your name's not on the list i'm like oh my god please i'm like i'm like being an annoying punisher like texting john like yo it's like i thought you said uh it's like they're saying we're not on the list you know what's going on i got like pizza on me from the I got pizza on me from the Echo because I was like fucking starving and eating anything all day. Like, yo, I can't bring that in. Like, yo, it's for the band. It's for the band. It's cool. I'm like, I'm like lying through my teeth. Long story short, I said that so many times. I hope I'm, I hope I'm keeping it somewhat entertaining. This is great. We finally get inside. I see John and he's like, "What's up, Nick? Good to see ya. Um, what's up, Nick? It's good to see ya." Um. Uh, I talked to Lou for a second because he's like waiting to go on. I like meet him. He's like, hey, you're the kid that has that crazy uh, you're living all over me tattoo on his arm. I'm like, oh, yeah, that is me. And I showed him and I'm like, yeah, it's like this was my first tattoo. I got it like three years ago. Um, no regrets yet. So I guess that's a good sign. And he started laughing. <laughs> and like, I was talking to John 
Um, and he hands me he hands me the set list, and he's like, "Yo, which one of these songs do you know how to play?" And I'm like, "Oh, Mar was like, what?" And he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, uh, in a jar. He's like, uh, in a jar's not on there. I'm like, oh shit. Okay, yeah, never mind. I'm like, because that's just like my favorite dinosaur song. He was like, I was like, okay, uh, free scene. He's like, all right, you're, you're going to play this song. I'm like, okay, for sure. So, like, side, I'm watching Dinosaur side stage, just fucking having a couple brews, like, super stoked. You know, I'm watching one of my favorite bands. And then, like, you know, Freak Scene, you know, Freak Scene's next in the set. I walk up. Lou introduces me. He's just like, hey, this is uh, this is Nick. Um, he just finished, like, a 40-day tour with Mike Watt, and uh, he's going to play a song with us. And Jay just went right into Freak Scene. Wow. And, yeah, it was really rad. That it is so really fucking, fucking cool, rad. man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, like, shit. been, like, my favorite song, like, since I was, like, 17 years old. Like, it was – I don't want to say, like, starstruck moment sure. or anything. Because, like, as cool as it was, like, I wasn't, like, really geeking out the entire time either. Like, I wasn't, I was trying my best to just be, like, you know, not like this little fanboy. I was right, just right. trying to be, like, another musician in the room. And it felt like that the entire time I was there, you know? Well, and yeah. uh, what a cool cap. Cool thing yeah, what a cool. Yeah, easily one of the coolest nights yeah, Absolutely. Ever. After a 45-day tour with Mike Watt. I mean, that's so cool. Yeah, to, dude. Yeah. Like, I literally finished the last show of the tour, like, an hour and a half before that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Fuck it, I'll keep playing. I'll keep playing." That I, is awesome. I, was O at that to- that that show? I always see like that dude. Oh yeah, posting. O actually, O actually filmed it on his yeah. Instagram story. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I think that's how I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like right next to you, right? Or yeah. like right behind you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, O's the man. He's uh, he's nothing but he's nothing but great. He was at the Watt show that we played at uh, the Casbah a couple nights before too. Oh, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, I love O. I just saw him the other day. His He's got a new band called Harshmellow, and they uh, opened for Hot Snakes at the bar I work at here oh, in Long Beach. Oh, sweet! He, he was and in was... Uh, he was in Fluff back in the day, right? I think that was like yes, a, yes, yeah. he was. Yeah. Fluff. Um, I don't really know too much of his musical output, to be completely honest. All I know is that he was just a dope, you know, dope photographer, producer too, right? Didn't he do like yeah, uh, yeah. the first Blink record? Maybe I think it was like something yeah, like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Well, you were also after that. Uh, you seem to be really busy up until recently with uh, Slaughterhouse. What's the deal with What's the deal with that band? Yeah, I mean that's been my like that's been a band that I've been really busy with for a while now since like uh, 2019. Um, you know, since early 2019 when we finally got a singer locked in. Um, our friend Veronica, who we met through mutual friends, and. Uh, that's been really good, man. Uh, you know, we just recorded uh, like a couple months ago at the studio called Screaming, Rec- Screaming Leopard in Hermosa Beach. Um, Fletcher from Pennywise um, is a good friend of Eddie and Taylor, who they're the bass player and guitar player in Slaughterhouse, and they've known each other just from being in Hermosa and living in there forever. And he was kind of like, uh, I don't know if he would like to, if I use the term producer, but he mm-hmm. was basically just a guy sitting in the room being like, uh, why don't you try this? Why don't you not try that? So okay. he was kind of like, direction. He kinda, yeah. He was kind of like the giving direction guy. And this guy, um, this guy named, um, uh, Patrick, what was his last name? Patrick Burkholder. Um, okay. he's one of the house engineers there. He engineered it anyway. It's sounding great. Um, I really can't wait for it to be out. It's so uh, cool in the process of being mixed 
I also play in another band called Neighborhood Brats that I just recorded a new album with too, and that's in the process of getting mixed as well. So if anything, you know, we were set to go to Europe this summer and tour the States in the fall. And like, we already have our plane tickets to Europe for July and we don't know if that's going to fall through. We're supposed to play some dope festivals out there. Oh man. Um, you know, God only knows what's going to happen in the next few months. I'm just really trying to take it day by day and not worry about it too much, you know? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, actually, this this episode is, uh, we, we just interviewed a guy from Buffalo who, like, took the initiative, and he's live streaming, like, from a undisclosed location with bands from Buffalo to try and get them money. Yeah, like working musicians who relied on playing out every night, you know, and so yeah. just, and then you can like at the bottom of the screen there's a link and you can donate uh yeah, dude. you know, uh, I don't know, is there anything like that? Right anyone now, they, anyone doing anything like that out there? Yeah. I mean, specifically like, I mean, well, off the top of my head, I'm thinking of like I'm thinking of a lot of like venues and like DIY record shops and mm-hmm. like mom and pop places that are like having to close down and like sad man. These are like people's like these are like people's and you know some permanently. Like I don't know if you guys have heard of Slims in San Francisco, sure, but they had to completely permanently close their doors, which uh, is like and they've been open for over thirty years. But wow. like, hey man, like here's the thing: I work at a place called Alex's Bar in Long Beach, and like. Uh, one of the bar managers there started to go fund me for, you know, the employees, all the bartenders. And, you know, it's like that's their livelihood, man. Like and we're closed for God knows like how, like until, you know, how when like people have families to feed there. Like a lot of the bartenders that like I could go down the list and be like why and specifically say why this person needs to be making money right now. Mm-hmm. Like fuck for a second, man. Like. One of our bartenders, Jessica, like she just had another baby and like she's got another kid at home. Like uh, Brad, one uh, the main bar manager, um, you know, has a kid of his own who's in eighth grade, uh, not in eighth grade, who's like eight years old. I could go down the list, but like you know, so he started to go fund me and like I shared it, uh, shared it on my, uh, I shared it on my Twitter and like my Instagram and all that. And some guy I know, like he like responded, uh, uh, he said something like pretty pretty lame in my opinion he was like uh make music or something but asking for handouts with nothing to contribute is kind of like the lamest thing you could do right now yeah in a sense asking for handouts is kind of lame like i said okay considering that every single music venue in la has been forced to shut down how are my coworkers supposed to earn wages right now other than filing for unemployment right a little considering that everyone probably yourself right now included is a little fucked at the moment and he said sure but i'm not e-begging there's girls that are opening up only fans right now to, which you sell nudes on yeah, uh, right, yeah. their income and they're somehow coming out less pathetic than what's going on here i said like i said before oh, man, man everyone's a little fucked right now i think if people want to have some money in their pocket right now they need to take any possible measure at the moment including asking for even e-handouts even if it might hurt your pride a little bit having to do so sure yeah and he's like all i'm saying is that it's lame as fuck if you set it up if you don't agree with me then that's fine i'm like okay so you're basically just saying like i think it's lame but i can't explain why i think it's lame. (laughs) you know we had our we had our like really talented guys kind of step forward and say you know we'll take it like it's our like great audio guy from buffalo a good video guy from buffalo and you know they kind of put it out there they used all their media connections and they're actually doing it and you know they had like 5000 viewers and in buffalo like that's huge not saying that i don't know what the money side of it was but he says like they're doing great so you and, know yeah and they're only working with people who are 
who were full time musicians who didn't didn't have other jobs who were just kind of like yeah what the fuck am I doing yeah, now yeah like it's like everyone's livelihood man like exactly. a lot of people's livelihood like the entertainment business I mean I can't I don't know the last time it's taken a I mean I've taken a tank like this and and I don't know I would I would have to ask people who's been doing it forever right right jeez yeah. Yeah, well, man, we hope you uh, can can stay afloat, and we love to have this West Coast connection, and uh, we'd we'd love to play some of your music when you guys get it out there, get it ho- over here on the East Coast, you know, maybe oh, you yeah, guys yeah. could come this way. Yeah, yeah. If you're ever looking for a show, if if and when things do uh, get get back to somewhat normal, and you guys are heading out this way, let us know. We'll definitely yeah, help man, you out. I mean- I know Slaughterhouse has been wanting. We have a lot of friends in New York, actually, and like different areas in New York too, where I feel like mm-hmm. we could easily play around the state. And like we've been wanting to do like just like a flyout for the East Coast uh, sometime soon. Cool. And uh, hopefully, when all that blows over too. And like I was supposed to do like hopefully my thing with Neighborhood Brats happens too, because that was supposed to be like a five almost six week long tour, just like basically big circle around the country kind of thing. And I think we were supposed to hit Buffalo. Um, yeah like yeah i don't know some somewhere like a bunch like at least like three or four new york cities i'm pretty sure buffalo was in there so i would have to yeah there aren't a lot of them there aren't a lot of new york cities so it's good yeah Yeah. (laughs) so it's yeah if there's three or four i i would i would hope buffalo made the yeah but buffalo is like this buffalo is this kind of cool middle place like we're, we're between toronto in New York and Pittsburgh and Cleveland and you know so so we we catch things that aren't even on the schedule they're just like oh we're driving through right let's right. try yeah. and catch a paycheck yeah yeah see that that's a that's a good city absolutely well keep us in the loop you know if when when that uh, like I said when things get back to to normal or as normal as they can get for sure yeah seriously and just uh yeah we'll continue to keep in touch through all this definitely absolutely man. man stay safe man keep your family safe. Yeah. 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 Cool. All right. Well, great talking to you guys as always. It's always a pleasure. Likewise. Thanks Nick. for the stories, man. They're cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, not at all, man. Great stuff. Thank you. All right. All right. I'll uh, talk to you guys soon. Keep me in the loop. All right, Nick. Take care, take buddy. Take it easy, dude. All right. Bye, guys. Oh, that was great hearing from Nick. Really yeah. Nice. Uh, he he's a cool dude, and uh, I'm just glad that he likes to take the time and talk to us and share those cool stories. Absolutely. Very cool. And uh, like we said, uh, you know, this episode is about uh, Dave Guilford. Yeah. And uh, Band Together Buffalo. I know that was a long intro, but, um, (laughs) you know, we like to keep the West Coast and the East Coast connection. You know, there's no rivalry here. That's right. Yeah. uh, So, yeah, uh, Band Together Buffalo. It was a really cool project, (laughs) and uh, there's a whole bunch of people involved, and Dave is going to get all into it right now. Yeah. So let's give him a call. Let's do it. Hello, Dave. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Ray? Good. How are you, man? I'm all right. Uh, thanks for your patience. I was making lunch for the kids. I thought I was going to make sandwiches, but we don't have any more bread, so oh. pasta takes way longer. Oh shit, it does. You're right. Yeah, you know, you reminded me. I need some bread too. No, it's all good though. It's uh, I'm here with Mark. Yeah. I, oh. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, Mark. How you doing? It's been a while. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're we'll basically you're basically the messiah for uh, local bands these days, huh? <laughs> I definitely don't want to don that crown on myself. <laughs> but, uh, I'll take a, I'll take like an apostle or a disciple level. There know? we go. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Some of those guys turned his back. I mean, yeah, right. Oh, really? <laughs> <There you go. laughs> 
Um, uh, but trying to do what I can, you know, I mean, I'm almost self-employed for the most part anyway. And uh, when everything started canceling, it was like, well, how am I, you know, yeah. I like to think I'm clever enough to come up with ways to make my own money. And this was as close as I could get. Yeah, we uh, we kind of we just dis- discussed in the intro a little bit like what uh, what you were doing before. But why don't you just since you would know better than we would specifically, why don't you uh, just talk a little bit about what you were up to before all this shit went down? Uh, well, so I have, you know, you guys know I have my own sound and lighting company and, you know, provide sound systems all over town, especially when the weather gets nice, uh, you know, doing outdoor concerts and music series and festivals and shows and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. uh, staging and rentals and backline and all that kind of stuff. Uh, in addition to staffing, you know, I staff Ironworks when they need, you know, they need sound every week and Nietzsche's need sound every week. And so I uh, provide uh, audio technicians, uh, for those places as well. And so that's sort of my usual, uh, you know, that's where my money comes from. And this time of year it starts to pick up St. Patrick's day is usually sort of like the soft opening. And then, uh, you know, April and May things wrap up and I'm, uh, almost in over my head most summers, you know, June, July, and August, it's like almost stressful, but, right, right. uh, you gotta get it when you can. Yeah. Um, and so that's sort of, you know, what I was thinking on and, you know, it's supposed to have a nice big St. Patrick's Day weekend with four or five different events uh, all happening, different bands and uh, that sort of thing. And then, you know, what was it, a Thursday before, a week ago? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they said everyone shut down or, you know, uh, places of 500 are down at 250, mm-hmm. places above 500 are out. So, uh, you know, with the larger format sound systems that I have, you know, 250 is about as small of a sound system as I bring out. Mm-hmm. And that was only for a day or two before I said down to, what was it, 50 or 100 or something like that. Right, right. And so, uh, you know, it just basically in 48 hours, everything washed up. Yeah. And now is it even still, is it, are they saying still no more than 10 or is it like basically just my, who? My you... understanding is 10 if it's, you know, 10, but be far from each other don't share anything you know I, I think 10 is mostly because you know extended families and relatives and stuff like that yeah but my understanding is that they're discouraging you know stay with your immediate family and discourage anything else yeah we technically shouldn't be recording this podcast <laughs> yeah, right yeah, now, but yeah, hey, should, yeah give me a smooch right we're taking risks so. <laughs> yeah um i assume you guys are sitting at least six feet apart and you've got uh, tape measures to verify yeah well no, we, we very work specific we yeah. work in close quarters so together yeah yeah so like oh, dude. yeah so we I have mean, no choice but to be close to each other and not, yeah so so we're we're around each other all the time yeah <laughs> so inescapable it, yeah so exactly. uh explain um Who's involved in the project right now and what it exactly is? Well, so when things dried up, you know, that Thursday when everything started shutting down, uh, you know, I got my wits about me and I realized, you know, all of a sudden I'm not going to have any income. What am I going to do? How can I? And I was at, uh, I was actually at Guitar Center and one of the guys there uh, said something like, well, Dave, you're going to have to go back to being a studio engineer, no more being a live sound man. Hmm. And, you know, I don't have the patience for studio engineering. Right. So I kind of like sunk my shoulders and put a frown on my face. And it only took about 30 seconds for me to come through with, well, how am I going to be, how can I do a live sound thing with no audience? There's not going to be people out there. And then uh, my first thought was live streaming. And I've got a pretty good experience uh, with a a dude named Mark Odian who runs Buffalo.fm, who specializes in multi camera, high quality. Uh, video streaming okay. and so as soon as you know the 30 seconds passed 
I pull out my phone. I start texting him. Hey, man, we got to get together. We got to collaborate. I want to work with you. I want you to work with me. We're going to get in this at the ground floor right away. You know, and so really before the end of the day, uh, I, actually within a matter of hours, uh, we had come up with a big business plan and a name and a logo and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and so the plan was, you know, for Mark and I to sort of jump in and do what we can. Uh, my business relies on events. His business relies on events. We decide to build an event company that doesn't have any audience. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a uh, you know new uh, new territory, wading through some weird times uh, that we saw, and who knew you know no one knew how long this would go, and still don't know how long this will go. Um, right. And so you know that, that was sort of the plan. So the plan was we'll get bands, live stream them. Uh, and you know, somehow we'll make money out of it. And then, you know, that was of course the real question, how do we make money out of it? And mm -hmm. I don't think any, anyone's getting rich, but, uh, it's enough to cover, you know, the basics, exactly. you know, food and food and car payments and stuff like that. Um, and so, uh, initially, you know, pe people live streams, uh, all the time, live streams are a dime a dozen. And especially now everyone, any musician has to live stream. There's no other way to do it. Absolutely, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do I monetize that? How do we make this into a business instead of just something that we're doing? And so my first thought was, uh, we'll get some sort of corporate sponsorship. You know, we're going to do a high quality thing. The, the thing that set us apart is that we can do it in higher quality audio. We can do high quality video as well, instead of just a phone leaning up against my computer or right, right. You know, the, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's where we figure that's sort of the edge that we've got. Yeah, oh, it looks great. Everything, it's a and, really and his great company, production. You know, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. And his company's got, you know, he's been doing it for a long time. I've been doing my thing for a long time. We put the two names together and uh, and thought that that would help boost our audience, you know, the people that we can reach out to. And then it's a matter of getting, you know, sponsorship, donations, that sort of thing. What my plan was, was to get, you know, basically sell advertising or sponsorship packages and that sort of thing uh, for anywhere between, you know, $10 to $10,000, whatever, you know, uh, whoever can come up with. Um, we're still trying to work on some of those. We got a couple of good donors already, uh, sponsors, advertisers and that sort of thing mm -hmm. uh, to keep us afloat. But what Mark did to get us really up and running right away is he built that GoFundMe account. Okay. Which I, don't, I don't have any experience with GoFundMe. I don't know anything about it. He built it, and within, and, uh, within the matter of you know 24 hours, we had you know 1,500 or 2,000 dollars or something. Not a lot, but enough to float us and be able to say, hey, we can pay bands. Not only are we going to make a, a couple of dollars here, but we're going to make sure the bands get paid too. Right. Right. Um, and so far, you know, we're only three days into this. We did Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I think we liked that format. And I think that's going to be what we do moving forward are going to be Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday events, okay. uh, with like a regular predictable schedule. So people can tune oh, in. All right. So that's nice. I, I see everyone on Facebook, I'm scrolling through it, and everyone's doing a live stream and you never know what you're going to get. So we try to make this like a, uh, you know, something, uh, predictable and reliable, Something mm -hmm. you can count on. Hey, my friend's band's playing. I'm going to make sure I tune in because I know when it is and I know where to exactly. find it. Exactly. No one's going to be like, oh, shit, I missed it. Yeah. What, exactly. band, what yeah. bands have you guys had already? Well, so far, the first day the first day we did this was uh, St. Was Patrick's Day, which was kind of a uh, crapshoot. We weren't really sure where to <laughs> land on that one. You know, like, should we even do something on St. Patrick's Day? But, you know, we had a couple of conversations. Uh, yes and no. We went through three or four different band changes for that day, and it all had to fall together. You know, we, we built this thing on like a Thursday and Friday. And so Saturday, Sunday, we all kind of rested. And then we had about a day and a half 
uh, to book up. And so we got uh, Crickwater, uh, uh, South Buffalo Irish band. I don't know if they're all South Buffalo, but uh, you know, Irish band uh, that I thought was totally appropriate. When yeah, they said they sure. were available for one, I was like, yes, we are definitely doing the St. Patrick's Day thing. And we had uh, Sarah Elizabeth, uh, who is like a, uh, she does like a solo acoustic singer songwriter type of thing. She's a big, uh, big name in the local Buffalo scene. She works with um, uh, Music is Art and a lot of other groups and organizations, some good name rec- recognition. And uh, and so we got her and Crickwater to jump in for Tuesday. Uh, I don't know if I'm necessarily at liberty to, to discuss, uh, you know, what they got paid. We, we guarantee yeah. a payment to every band, but we also superimpose uh, each performer as their. Um, like their Venmo and PayPal at the bottom of the screen. So viewers can give them tips directly. So oh, that's great. I don't yeah. know if I, I mean, they, they told us what they got for tips and I was like shocked. That's I mean, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. In, in addition to what we were able to promise them. And so I was like, well, maybe that's just a fluke. It's a holiday. Everyone's, you know, staying home drinking. They have to anyway. <laughs> um, we did Wednesday, same exact thing, except they might've even been a little bit more, Thursday, uh, they also did really, really. That's great. I think and, people really and, realize it's uh, it's a tough time for um, you know for commissioned artists and all all sorts of you know professions that fall under in that category. I think it's you know that's it's great. People can open up their wallets if they if they're able to. And I mean, I'll, another thing uh, that that is a good point is that like when we were a band, we called you to do our sound. We knew that like right. yeah yeah I know you I'm know you guys apart. Sure. we we put our faith in you you know for this kind of thing. So if you're a band out there that like uh, you guys are still looking for bands, right? Uh yeah, I mean we're always looking for more. There's yeah, no so such like thing as too many. Like uh-huh. these are the people that we trusted in. You know, like it's not it's gr- going to be great quality. Like people should know that. The, you know, you you're the people work, that we yeah. go to when we want to sound good. <laughs> well, you're I worth the money. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, thank you. And and in this case, you know, for some of these guys, you know, for for some of the particularly the solo, uh, the singer songwriter types that are doing just a solo set for fifty minutes or an hour or something like that, you know, we give them the guarantee that we've got, and then tips in the hundreds of dollars. We're talking, we're not talking tens or twenties. We're talking hundreds of dollars worth of tips. So, oh, that's great. You know, again, for, for a musician to be able to walk out in a time when they wouldn't otherwise have a gig and they're walking out with two to three times what they would normally get paid for a similar gig. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like it was breathtaking. Like I, I brought like a tear to my eye at the end of the night when they told me how much their tips were. I was like, wow, we're really doing something good for people who don't have money otherwise. And Mark Odian and I, uh, my video guy and I, um, we were, you know, up in the air. Should we even take a cut this week? You know, we don't want to seem greedy or anything like that. And so we kind of went back and forth on, you know, how much should we even take this first week? Should we even? And uh, and all said and done, I, we definitely did take some, but we're yeah, trying yeah, to make this benefit the musicians too. You know, right, like I'm but, an artist, yeah. but so are they. Yeah, you guys are hurting also. It's it's absolutely yeah. I mean, yeah. We, now we should um, we didn't even mention uh, the name of this project, Band Together Buffalo. Which is uh, obviously together, Buffalo. just seems like a per, you know uh, like how quickly did that name come to you guys? Yeah, it seems so perfect. I, let me assure you, I had virtually nothing to do with that name. No? It was spectacular, okay. and he came back to me. So Mark came back to me. Like I said, I was actually a guitar center at the time, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm texting him and uh, trying to take care of business there at the store and that sort of thing. And then I you know I check my phone 30 minutes later or something, and he comes back and he's like, "Hey, I just spent a hundred dollars on a on a graphic design and a logo." He sends it to me, and I saw exactly what everyone else has seen, right? The, it's like a guitar pick shape with the horns coming out, so it looks like a buffalo head. Yeah. And it says, mm-hmm. Band Together Buffalo. And I was like, man, this is perfect. Absolutely. Band yeah. Together, I mean, it's, it's like a you got your 
double entendre. You got your two wings <laughs> in it. You got a great look to it. It's a guitar pick. It's a buffalo head. It's like perfect. It is. People really like responded well right off the bat. You guys got like a lot of press right away. Yeah, we did. We did. And I think part of it, and, and you know, I, I have a degree in music business, which is sort of, you know, it's been there, but I don't really use it that much. But, you know, I, I know I mentioned like the, the startup story uh, is that Thursday when it all happened, I sort of put on that music business cap and I was like, all right, how do I do this and be successful in it? I got to do it first. I knew everyone's going to do live streaming. I had to do it first. I had mm-hmm. to do it better. And so uh, by by coming in real quick and coming in hot on it, we turned a lot of heads and Mark Odian, who uh, uh, he also run, he runs Buffalo.fm, but he also runs WNY Media. And so uh, he's in touch with a lot of the press, you know, channel, uh, channel 247 News, the Buffalo News, Gusto. Uh, I mean, as a media guy, he's involved with a lot of people that I don't. So he put out this press release within a day. Uh, he's contact. We went down for uh, interviews with Channel 7. Uh, we went for interviews with, uh, Jeff Myers at the Buffalo news. And so those are, I mean, two places where if you want to buy, you want an event out, those are go. two places you can get events out. So we're also talking with Gusto right now. Um, which I imagine that, you know, with events kind of drying up, I'm not sure what else there is to talk about. So, uh, in, in a sad kind of way, it's been a really great response on this. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Is Jeff Myers, uh, as cool as he looks, Jeff Myers might be even cooler than he looks. Uh, he's the type of guy where, like, everyone knows him, and I, I worry, you know, I've, I met him years ago, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, he knows everyone, he's never going to remember me, you know, I'm not going to leave an impression. So I didn't really even try. You know, it was like uh, he, his, one of his bands played at Larkin Square years and years ago, and, uh, I, you know, I knew who he was. And um, I was like, hey, you know, how you doing? Hope you have a good gig, that sort of thing, right? And I went to sound for him. All right, thanks, have a nice time. And after doing that, you know, uh, three times, five times, ten times, uh, uh, I was just worried, like, he's not even going to know who I am. I'm one out of a thousand. I can't remember people's names or faces. I'm sure he's the same type, right? But right. no. And uh, so he and I have a good relationship. He's the type of guy, you know, last summer I remember just hanging out with him at Larkin Square. He wasn't even playing. He was down to see a band, and I was there. And during set break, we just chit-chatted for like 15, 20 minutes hanging out. Uh, real cool dude. Uh, he, he gets it. You yeah. Know? He gets a, a lot of things. He was always really, uh, kind to bands I was in back in the day, you know, just yeah. always super nice. And, uh, you know, he, he, he's known for giving really nice reviews, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, whether, you know, and I don't know, you know, I'm sure he likes things he likes, but he, you know, it, it's, it's probably it's easier nice. to be a good guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Totally. Yeah. Definitely a cool guy, no yeah. doubt about that. He wrote an article about the tragically hip when they played their last show, and I like cried. Yeah, I, yeah. I'll admit it. <laughs> I'll admit it. Not to we, be ashamed of. No, not, not at all. Don't cry now. That's like the <laughs> worst thing you, you can do. Cry, you're a monster. <laughs> um. So what? Now you're Tuesday. You're up next, right? You said Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So. Yep. Yep. So we're we're actually talking about adding uh, a couple more. Uh, we're talking about adding Monday. I think we want to stay steer clear of Fridays and Saturdays because, I don't know. I guess in the traditional gig economy, those are your busy days when people are already doing stuff. Mm-hmm. But it seems you know people live streaming every day. So, uh, just for my own, you know, to keep. <laughs> keep my own like rhythms going i'm still trying to lay off of uh sundays and uh weekends and like leave them as family days right with the kids and wife and stuff there's not a lot of weekends that i get off and so i'm trying to embrace this 
even though weekends don't really mean anything these days, I'm still trying <laughs> to like... What is time? What is time? Right, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm still in my pajamas. I'm in my pajamas. Like, uh, I haven't showered in a couple days. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're used to not having an audience, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so how's it for you guys? <laughs> um, so, you know, it all kind of came together pretty deep, and I'm really proud of the work that we put together. You know, I, I don't necessarily like to toot my own horn too much. I try to remain modest and cool about things, but uh, I'm, I'm really, really proud of the project that we've put together here. And I'm even more proud of the city of Buffalo, all these musicians, artists, uh, supporters, benefactors, people who want to see this project succeed because they understand the impact that it'll have for all these local musicians and artists Yeah, who, who are kind of stranded. Sure. Yeah. I mean, is, is there Me any, included. like, is it, can you open it? Is it in for interpretation? Is there like any way to get like a comedian? Is it, or is it like you can't have a comedian come up and do it because there isn't a crowd? Or is it like... Uh, you know, I mean, that was the first thing. That was the weird thing about it. So uh, the first performer we had, like I said, uh, Crickwater played, and uh, I guess right before her, uh, right before them, Sarah Elizabeth played. She opened the whole thing doing a solo set. She was kind of the guinea pig for the project here. And uh, I remember, like, right before she started, I was like, Sarah, make sure you don't say, thanks for coming down. Right, <laughs> right. <you> know, like, <laughs> what a weird thing to consider. And then at the end, we're all joking about, like, it's so weird. You end a song, and no one's applauding mm-hmm. you know like it's just crickets uh so for to have it i'm still applauding but i don't know if that makes it into the into the recording or anything like that yeah no there was uh, which, we could hear a few people clapping yeah, could, yeah so yeah. we did that first week at community beer works they were so awesome to us they yeah. donated the place to us uh they gave us you know drinks a couple you know, I don't think uh-huh. anyone tried to abuse it. We were all still working, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but they were their hospitality was great. They gave us some food. They opened. Their, they literally opened their doors for us. We brought in a ton of lights and sound and video stuff. And they were like, "Whoa, I didn't think you were going to bring this much stuff." <laughs> and they're like, "You know what? I didn't really either." But now it's all piled up here on your floor, and it looks like a lot, doesn't it? Uh-huh. Uh, but that that was again trying to do things different, trying to do things that other you know that your uh, stay-at-home musician doesn't have access to i've got a whole bunch of lights i got a whole bunch of sound that's sort of my shtick and so i tried to you know bring it out that's what i've got that's what i can do let's do it yeah tell us how community bear works got involved uh so again that was through uh mark odian um he uh he got that all straightened out he knows all sorts of people i don't know we know a lot of musicians and bands but he knows a lot of people and places Mm. uh and so we uh uh we went through a couple of changes at first, you know, the, the first thing was, all right, here's what we're going to do. Second was going to be, how are we going to pay for it? Third was going to be, uh, what groups and artists are we going to get? And fourth was, where are we going to do it? So, like I said, I also do staffing at Ironworks, And, uh, to, to the extent that I, uh, that I reached out to Josh Holtzman, who runs the place down there. And I said, Hey, here's what we're doing. Uh, can we use the place? And he said, yeah, sure. No problem. Uh, unfortunately something came up and they did, uh, uh, Aqueous did a live stream on Thursday, and so they rented the place out. So the idea that Mark and I had was that we would want to take to a place for you know a couple of days. I don't want to move all these sound and lights in and out in one day, then to another place the next day, yeah, then to sense. another place. Mm-hmm. So that that was the whole idea of doing three in a row, was just to make load and load out easier. And so uh, when Ironworks said that they had their Thursday thing, uh, someone rented out for Thursday, I was like, well, that kills the whole week, right? And, of course, you know, when we found this out, 
Monday night. Oh, okay. <laughs> like the night before. So we were talking, we were talking with uh, Chris Ring, who runs the rec room, mm-hmm. and we had a couple of, we thought for a minute that might be a good solution. Uh, that also turned out, obviously, didn't work out. Uh, and so Mark Odian reached out to um, Ethan. Uh, I'm not sure if he's a manager or runs a place. I just met him the one day. Yeah, I think he's a co-owner, uh, yeah. Ethan. Is he a co-owner? Okay, yeah, I you know him so, too, yeah. then. I, yeah, I think I met I, him, I, but yeah, our, our buddy Chris Groves works there, and uh, yeah, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's one of the owners. Yeah, I, I would believe it. He seemed to be the guy that I that everyone else answered to. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's definitely some position of power there. But Mark reached out to him. He came back with a uh, yes. We'd be thrilled to be part of this, and uh, and that happened again like less than 24 hours before we were supposed to start our live stream. Uh, wow. So we uh, we got in there just in the nick of time. We rolled in around three. Tuesday took a couple hours to get comfortable, figure out where we we're going to set up, how we we're going to set up, and uh, and that just worked out great. I'm so thrilled with the response we got from Community Beer Works. They were just really dynamite folks to work with, and had nothing but excellent experiences there. Yeah, they're that's a perfect fit considering everything that they do for the city. You know, they're and you know, and it, was, giving. and it was it was really fun. I, I thought part of like it, it, you know at the time it was still. I mean, like, it was serious. I mean, now now things are, like, real serious, right? We're basically almost to lockdown point. Uh, but mm-hmm. at the time, it was just like, well, you know, you can't have big gatherings, and we'll see how long this takes. And it was still a little more light, I think. Right. Uh, and so part of it, to me, like, was, like, it, it was almost kind of cool to be able to spotlight that the chairs were still up on the bar. The chairs were up on the table. Like, they were closed for business. Mm-hmm. So we take it, you know, hey, let's go take over this place for a couple of days. It's closed down. We'll have some fun. Uh, I think next week uh, we're going to start at Ironworks Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, and that's a place that I kind of consider home as well. And it's a, it's a nice big space. So you know, part of what we want to do when we're doing this, and I should have been very clear about this at the beginning, we are trying to take this seriously. We're trying to take all these precautions to make sure that people stay healthy and safe. We're limiting this to strictly closed. No friends, no girlfriends, no boyfriends. This is straight up the band, the performers, myself, Mark. That's it. So Ironworks is nice because it's a big space. We've got plenty of space. We can keep our six feet. We were talking, you know, what if we set up the drum kit uh, you know, on the stage? We could put like a guitar player over on, uh, you know, off stage here. We'll put, you know, a uh, keyboard player over by the bar. You know, almost kind of joking, but uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe cool. we'll We've got a line on like gallon jugs of hand sanitizer, wipes, and that sort of thing. Again, if we're going to do this, we're taking all the precautions we can. If we're going to do it, we're going to do it as safely and responsibly as possible. Absolutely. All right. So, all right. So you have uh, you've had a few bands already. What are the bands that you want to reach out? Let's call them out. Come on. Uh, call out the bands. Come on. Do it here. Tell them. Tell them. Do it. There's so many bands I like. Here's the thing. I, th- I said earlier when we were talking about Jeff Myers, I'm really bad at remembering names and faces. Uh, I'm also bad at remembering all the bands that I love. Mm, all right. Mm-hmm. So we, we've had a couple of my favorite. I'm going to be honest with you. The first ones I pulled are, are the guys. What we wanted to focus on were the full-time musicians, guys and girls that don't right, have sure. another paycheck. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I reach out. Certainly I know a bunch. We got uh, PA Line, all full-time musicians. Uh, we got Griffin and the Sly Boots School of Music full-time musicians and artists, um, Sarah Elizabeth, uh, we had Tim Britt, and we had Gino McManus, all full-time musicians. And so I felt really good about that, and that's sort of what I wanted to focus on. So 
other guys that we've got, I'll, I'll give you a couple of spoilers. I'm also trying to get uh, Vinny DeRosa and Vitamin D. I like his full band, but he's great too. Uh, we've got Damone Jackson outcome coming up next week. Freight trains coming up in a couple of weeks. I'm really stoked for those guys. Nice. What I, what I, what I want to get is like a diverse type of thing. So when we were going through this and I get, you know, St. Uh, St. Patrick's day, it's an Irish thing. They're mm-hmm. all going to be white guys, right? That's just sort of how <laughs> it goes. Right? Uh, and so we're trying to make this a little more diverse. And so, um, I, I, we're really kind of open to the criteria. Let me put it this way. The criteria we're trying to hit is going to be, uh, full-time musicians or artists, uh, diversity, something different. I don't want the same rock and roll thing every night. I'd like, uh, you know, a rock and roll night and then something a little more, uh, culturally significant another night, you know, uh, different styles and that sort of thing. Uh, personally things I'd love to get, uh, I'm ones that I love first, you know, at least I'm reaching out to them. Uh, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, I guess depends on where you stand on this. Uh, a lot of the bands I like are made up of, you know, folks who are right, right. They're, they're not suffering income loss like some of these other guys. Yeah, no, that makes sense. You got to go to those people first, so the people yeah. who uh, you do c- that full time. You yeah. can't have mall walkers. It might be the most diverse group of people, but they just can't simply put them all in a room. It's too many. The governor, the governor would shut you down if you had the mall walkers on there. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so you know, uh, you know, I've also sort of been toying with having a couple of like. You know, like a, a tragic hip night or a grateful dead night or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but because we're doing this live stream thing, um, I I don't know the uh, the rules on mm. uh, copyrights yeah. and covers and that sort of thing. So for now, we're just trying to avoid it. Uh, Mark on video seemed to say that you know he he's had streams shut down before, uh, mostly on YouTube, not as much on Facebook, but. You, we'd rather just avoid the whole thing in the first place. Absolutely. Don't tote the line. Don't yeah. tote the line. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> if we don't have to, we're not gonna. Uh, from what I can tell, a lot of the bands that do like the, the tribute nights are also again those are guys that have full time jobs and, stuff. Mm-hmm. and you know, people are bored, so they'll definitely be like, "Hey, just shut it down." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, I got nothing yeah. else to do. They gotta but... flex. Yeah, they're yeah. looking for something to flex on. Now that's yeah, cool, though. Uh, I think mixing it up and being diverse and taking that route is really great. And I think it's, you know, someone tuning into a stream, you know, they they might tune into it, watch a band that they wouldn't ever even think about going out to a club to see. And and you're right about that. And that's part of the fun about it is, you know, people are going to come across this stuff just by scrolling through Facebook and guess who's spending more time on Facebook. Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. But now where else is it? uh, It's Facebook and where else is it streamed? Uh, so we, we stream to, uh, obviously, so, um, we stream to our band together, Buffalo page, okay. uh, and Buffalo, which is sort of, maybe it actually originates at Buffalo.fm. Um, but it, it's sort of, simul, I don't know what you call it. Simulus, simul simul it's, yeah. it's, it's sent to a bunch of places. So it's really one feed, but it gets shared to, uh, the, the Buffalo.fm website. It gets shared to the Buffalo.fm uh, Facebook page, my right audio page, his uh, WNY media page. We share it to all the band's pages. Uh, there's tons of Facebook groups about, you know, WNY musicians and Buffalo's best musicians and all that kind of stuff. And we just share it wherever we can. Uh, I think so far we've had uh, the biggest night we had as, as far as I think the biggest number of overall views 
was Wednesday night with PA line. And I think that they had like just over 5,000 views throughout the night, Damn. which, wow. uh, yeah, yeah, which is really impressive. And I, I doubt it was 5,000 people watching the whole thing, but hey. you know, 5,000 people scrolling past it and watching 10 minutes. goes a long way. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, I'm going to call out Benny the butcher, uh, <laughs> bold folly, <laughs> personal style, uh, <laughs> eyes and flies, uh, hop, hop, um yeah. anybody else anybody else we can call it especially benny especially griselda <laughs> get griselda on there <laughs> and so we've also this is probably a good time for me to mention this we've also built i mean the first the first thing was we built a gofundme to get things started that was like the very first we get the logo and the facebook page going then we got a uh a gofundme started and then we got an artist submission form and so this all happened thursday uh like a, a week ago thursday so we um you know, an artist submission form where, you know, tell us about uh, obviously the name of the person submitting it, the name of the band they're submitting, uh, phone number, contact. And one of the checkboxes on there, are you a full-time musician? Mm -hmm. And so far, I think everyone's been pretty honest on it. Uh, it's not that big of a music community, you know, between Mark and myself, we know a lot of musicians. So I'm pretty sure we'd catch it if someone said they weren't. Right, right. But, well, you, you know what I mean? Or the other way around. Uh we're we're taking that that's a, a pretty heavily weighted consideration into the whole thing okay so now correct me if i'm wrong but tuesday you have tyler westcott at 7 30 and oregon fairchild at nine yeah, that's correct and so oregon fairchild is a fairly new project as far as i know they've only played like one or two shows so far and uh i guess i don't know enough about them it's a great uh, name great name yeah, it's, it's uh so uh gentleman named dave rutch uh, who's who I met through, I guess he sat in with a uh, working man's dead a couple of years back at um, Ironworks for one of their shows, a Grateful Dead tribute band. Uh, he uh, he's got a whole bunch of projects, full time musician type of guy, plays the sportsman's plays all over the place. He's been doing live streams nonstop this whole time, uh, lessons, you know, Facebook and that sort of thing. And um, and so he's got this project, Oregon Fairchild. Uh, and so, uh, one of the first ones because I know he's a full-time musician. I know he delivers excellent quality music. Uh, so we get, we jumped on that one. Tyler Westcott's another one, you know, like, uh, he, he plays with folk faces. So he's been around, he does a solo project. They put on their own festival. Uh, and so Tyler was one when, uh, when I saw he submitted, I was like, yes, we will definitely jump on that one as well. Right. Okay. Um, and so we've also got, uh, uh Who's the other guys that we've got? The, uh, uh, Zach Ward's another one. So Zach Ward is doing a solo thing uh, on Thursday for our show. Okay. And uh, and he played with uh, a bunch of different bands. Um, I remember first meeting him doing like a 90s rock and roll cover type of thing, tribute night at, uh, I don't remember, Ironworks or 80s or Larkin or something like that. Mm. But same sort of thing. You know, he's got a family, he's a full-time musician, gigs dried up, and, you know, he, he's one that he's like one like – me or any of us that are kind of unemployed for the time being. Yeah. Well, uh, now, you guys, I'm so, your partner's name is, was it Mike or Mark? Mark. Mark. Now, with a, Mark with a C. Mark with a C. Okay. <laughs> 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 now, do you and Mark, have you, uh, obviously, this, who, we don't know how long this is, uh, The you know, we'll be dealing with this uh, pandemic, but have you guys discussed if uh, or if you guys see a life that this takes on afterwards uh, any way that that it, it could go on in, in one way or another you know when it, when this first all happened uh we were thinking well this might go for two weeks or it might go for a month or i don't see it going more than you know a month and a half or two mm -hmm. uh at this point who knows? Uh, 
I'll be honest with you, once this thing all wraps up and, you know, whether life gets back to normal or we start life 2.0, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I, I still, my understanding of what I'm hoping for is that all my other summer gigs are still good to go, right? So will I have time to do this in the summer? Not really. Right. Uh, but uh, one of the things I've been good at is being in multiple places at once. You know, by being at, you know, I, again, I staff Ironworks and Nietzsche's and I have my own gigs as well. And so I can be, and I've got like four or five sound systems. I got a team of five or six sound guys, uh, probably more than that even. Uh, so we can tackle multiple projects at a time. So am I going to say this is definitely going to fizzle up at the end of all this pandemic? Uh, no, I'm not going to say it definitely will, but it probably will. Or maybe we'll backburner it, you know, keep the thing effectively on life support until, uh, until it's needed again or something else happens. I don't know. Yeah, because when you're having a live concert, you want to encourage people to come to the concert and not, uh, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. hey, just tune in. You know, so, but I think it's, it would be great to see it uh, some, one way or another that it can, it can survive. And... Yeah, because I bet a lot of people, um, you know, like you said, wouldn't see it otherwise. So, I mean, right. even if you attached it with the live crowd, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so Mark, Mark, um, Mark Odian and I have been um, doing live streaming out of Ironworks for a long time. I'm the lead sound man, the house sound man there, and uh, he does video there often to the point where he leaves a bunch of like his wiring and cabling up along with what we've already got installed. So it's easy for him. He just rolls in, connects one end of the cable to his camera, the other end of the cable back to the computer box, and he's like good to go in like 20 minutes or 30 minutes or something like that. Okay. Um, and uh, and. So I've, I've got a long history with him, and uh, and it just sort of made sense to put it together this mm-hmm. way. And and so I'd, I'd love, you know, I don't see us stopping working together after this, but uh, the band together thing, even if it does, you know, I don't want to say worst case scenario, it fizzles out because if it fizzles out, it means everything's back to normal and everyone feels good anyway. You know? Right, right. Um, so let's say in a best or worst case scenario, uh, this thing dies out, or um, and you know what we've done. Is something awesome for the Buffalo community. We've introduced local musicians to other local musicians who may not have seen or heard each other. Something that really I think is really cool is a lot of uh, I saw a couple comments. Hey, I'm a musician and I've never had a chance to see you play because I'm always playing my games when you're playing your gigs. Right, right. And so uh, having I think it was the night that Gino McManus uh, performed. I thought I saw somewhere like, hey, I'm a musician and I've never seen you play, so it's really good to actually hear what you do. Oh, that's and, awesome. Uh, I, yeah, I thought that was really awesome. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I always kind of try to push the whole community building aspect um, because I think music is something that builds a community. You know, it's something that when you hear music, when you hear a drum beat, you hear, you see people dancing, you go to it, people flock to that sort of thing. Whether you're, you know, here in suburban Buffalo, New York, uh, in the city or downtown or something like that, or if you're in the middle of nowhere in, you know, West Africa, you hear a drumbeat, you're going to go see what's going on. And it's, uh, it's, it's a community building exercise. And it's, uh, I think it's an important thing that we're doing. Absolutely. No, it's great. Dave, now to move off it a little bit, I want to ask what you're, uh, what you're doing to keep yourself busy aside from you're probably teaching your kids, right? You got probably got some homeschooling going on. Yeah, totally. We set up, uh, my wife's been a, an amazing, uh, trooper downstairs. We did our basement to facilitate uh, extra play space downstairs for the kiddos. Uh, I set up, I kind of revamped a little music area. We set up a couple of pianos next to each other so I can do like music lessons with the kiddos. Uh, you know, and that sort of frees up our smaller upstairs area for more like academic 
purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, what am I doing again? I don't know. I go outside. I live at the last house on a dead end street. It opens up to a big park with a big uh, basketball court, a big uh, uh, path, bike path around it. So we go out and walk all the time. I try to get outside. One nice thing about, uh, you know, being quarantined doesn't mean you're stuck inside. It just means you're stuck not seeing people. <laughs> right, right. Uh, at least at this level. So, uh, things that I've been doing, I've been trying to, you know, keep the house clean. When you got full-time kids staying at home, it's... Uh, it gets messy uh, quick. Tricky? Yeah, yeah. I mean, my house usually looks like I've got two kids. And I do, so <laughs> I don't feel bad about it. Right, right. Um, but we've been trying to keep on top of that. And uh, just, I don't know, my, one of my favorite things about this uh, is that seeing people picking up hobbies. Yeah. yeah. You know, people are like, hey, you know what? I've always meant to redo my bathroom. And mm-hmm. so they redo their bathroom now. Or, uh, you know, I've always meant to on guitar. And so now they're taking Facebook lessons on guitar or whatever. Right, right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad that people are going to redo their bathroom because then they'll give the job back to the contractor when they realize they're really terrible at it and so the money is the money is circulating no i don't know anything (laughs) i'm just saying don't take up that hobby anybody don't redo your bathroom pick up a book yeah yeah. well i've also been reading more too you know which is nice i i you know being a uh, parent and uh you know also working it's like you know i remember hobbies i remember having hobbies and uh I've been with all this extra time that I've got. I've been reading uh, more. I've been trying to, you know, the, the last couple of days, first couple of days, I guess, I was really trying to push this band together Buffalo thing. So I spent a lot of time uh, doing that on, you know, Facebook and sharing things and uh, phone calls, interviews, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And now that that's sort of taken on its momentum, I'm trying to find what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So I started reading a little bit more, uh, you know, and that sort of thing. Finding stuff to do, keeping busy and enjoying myself the best I can. Cool. Uh, you know what I've been doing? I should, you know, what I should have answered that with because absolutely true. I've been playing a ton of Mario Kart. Uh, <laughs> I know. I, I need to get back into video games. You got to keep That's those. I'm realizing skills sharp. <laughs> well, and my kids are old enough now, right? So a ten-year-old's oh, yeah, yeah. been able to play Mario Kart for a while. Uh, little guy's five years old. Really good at it now, and we've got you know multiple paddles, multiple controllers, so we can play. You know, the yeah. whole family's playing Mario Karts. And That's you awesome. also got to teach them how to lose. There are champions. Well, yeah. There isn't a trophy <laughs> when you fall off Rainbow World. There's no trophy. Yeah, well, in I'm going to be honest with you. He's five years old. He's pretty good at doing that on his own. <laughs> have you uh, have you taken the uh, have you heeded the advice of uh, you know that people saying you should shave your beard or do you still have your beard? Oh, uh, you know what? I'm <laughs> that's funny because I'm uh, currently debating whether or not to get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually like a winter thing for me, and I usually I remember last year it was like April Fool's Day. I got rid of it and turned it into like a raunchy mustache, <laughs> and uh, and then I woke up the day after and I was like, April Fool's on me. I'm stuck with this thing. Right, right. So, right. Uh, it's a good uh, way to scare a, your kids. Your kids won't know the fuck you did. are. Did, one year I did it. The kids started crying. Hell yeah. <laughs> Mark, Mark Mark had a beard for years, and when yeah, he had to shave it for work, his daughter. I picked her up from school yeah. and like she wouldn't go near me. I was like, I gotta take this girl home. Somebody was like, Do you want me to take her home for you? I was like, I was like, I don't know what to do. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for talking to us. And uh, absolutely, you know, we're in the same boat as you. We're trying to get an audience. We're trying to make some money, you know. So maybe at the end of this, we could talk to you and you could teach us how to do it and uh, <laughs> show us the way. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, it's a it's a weird time, 
in weird times these days. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I, I'd like to think that we all get through it safely and uh, healthy, healthily. Yeah. There's yeah. a word for it. Absolutely. That, and we yeah. also want to let everybody know that Ripe Audio has nothing to do with the crappy audio you're listening to right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. I'm gonna wash my hands on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and we should our listeners obviously should uh, check out these the band together Buffalo stream Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then yep. musicians, if you're out there, you know, reach out. You know. You're you're in yeah. good hands if you sign up. Don't, yeah, yeah, you know. absolutely, absolutely. We like I said, we're uh, we're trying to guarantee paychecks, but it seems like the tips thing seems to be. Well, like way overshadowing, but you know we want to make sure that, that people can do the best they can. Yeah, that's great. That's and hopefully that that uh, people keep up with that. That's uh, that's really yes. wonderful to see. And and when this all passes, uh, and we're in the clear, you know, I would encourage people who are in need of sound to reach out to Ripe Audio. Um, well, you thank guys, you. yeah, great work. So yes, thank you for sure, man. Yep. So well, thanks. very good. Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, uh, I look forward to you guys all when everything's back to normal we'll see you in the live stream yes sounds great all right say hello put a like on it all right definitely (laughs) did thanks guys have a nice day see you